Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to the worship at the feast. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and requested of him, Sir, we want to see Jesus. This is one of three texts in the Gospel of John, which focuses on a visual encounter with Jesus. The first of the three is in chapter 2 where Jesus went up to the feasts at Jerusalem and they were clamoring to see him. And Jesus, the text says, would not commit himself to them because he knew what was in people. He knew what people were about. And the third text, the second is this one. The third text is on resurrection day when the disciples were gathered for fear of the Jews behind closed doors and Jesus appeared to them and John says, then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. I'm in the throes of preparing my lectures for my course in Christology, the doctrine of Christ for next semester. I have determined to use the course <clears throat> to help to construct an African Christology. I determined to share in my opening lecture a story from the Caribbean, but I had difficulty locating the story. I decided when I came home to Jamaica to read Ashley Smith's and Idris Hamid. <clears throat> and there it was in Ashley Smith's Emerging from Innocence with a picture to boot. It was during the heady days of the Black Power protests in San Fernando, Trinidad. They discovered that the protesters had, protesters had painted the crucifix with the image of Jesus with black paint or tar. Idris Hamid, for his part in his work Troubling the Waters, explains that it was not defacement as it was first regarded, but the painting of the image of Jesus with tar was protest and was appeal. It was protest against the Europeanization of Jesus. Ever since Leonardo da Vinci used his Italian cousin as the model for Jesus in his painting of the Lord's Supper, Jesus has been given European features and the liturgy of worship services has been decidedly European. The protesters were rejecting the European capture and colonization of Jesus. 
but they were simultaneously appealing for the church to bring the mission of Jesus, his grace and his power, to be brought to bear upon the lived reality of the oppressed, marginalized, and spoken against people of the world of the Caribbean, namely the black and brown peoples of the world. How else, the protesters thought, to do it but to give Jesus a little pigment. By the way, about the same period, a little later, the same thing happened in Jamaica when All Saints Church made the crucifix with the image of a black Jesus and the church was overwhelming in its protest against a black Jesus. And also St. Jude's in um, Stony Hill. The point of a Jesus with a little pigment is to bring Jesus closer to us, to our people, to connect him and at the same time to disconnect him from the image of whiteness and of power and of oppression as if he's one of them. Today it may seem to some that those days are far away, but the appeal is still there. The cultural disorientation, alienation, and self-flagellation of our people are as present today as it was in those heady days of the late 1960s. I made my way from Lusaka in Zambia to Florida in the USA. <clears throat> my Qatar Airlines flight was cancelled. I had to take a flight on Ethiopian Airlines, which, by the way, is the best airline in Africa, if not the world. I was, it was a 30 hours flight, but I had the best plate of food on any airlines I've ever had with a bottle of wine to go with it. The point is Qatar Airlines impose a lot of suffering on the economy of Zambia because of Omicron, which is still not in Zambia. They were punishing Africa, that villain in the peace. The Caribbean peoples and the African people have a right to demand a Jesus of their own. We spoke about Jesus, we speak about Jesus at, and we worship in the name of Jesus. But do you have a Jesus who is touched with the feelings of our infirmity and tested at every point as we are, that understands a lot of the cane cutter, of the port worker and of the security worker? This question was, we are taking the time to look at Jesus and to confirm that he's one of us and one with us. He knows of oppression and marginalization and dehumanization. Jesus has been claimed by the wealthy of the world. They are saying he's one of them. And when they enslave us and exploit us, they do so in the name of God. It is time to break the nexus by ensuring 
that Jesus takes on flesh and has a little complexion. So I want to use this time to focus on three things. Image, imagination, and impact. The situation facing Jamaica at this time is one that requires intervention. There is a profound and deep dark midnight resting on this land. There is a remarkable violence. There is a subrational conduct in driving on the road. And in the conduct of relationships, even between spouses, there is empty materialism and greed. We need beginning this Christmas to have a change of mind and a change of orientation. This must affect how we see ourselves, how our people see the world, and what they do about it. The image must be part of our referencing. We have to build an iconography. Give our people a view of the world and a view of themselves. There is an active iconography around us, you know. But we are its victims, not its participants. If you want to paint an image of chastity, get a white woman with innocent eyes and put some lilies behind her. That's what we mean by iconography collecting symbols to make a story. It's nothing to do, chastity has nothing to do with lilies or lilies with chastity, but it is part of the story that symbols are used to tell. We must construct our own iconography. We are mimic men and mimic women in these Caribbean societies. We present ourselves in the image of somebody else. And when we are trying to be ourselves, we try to become somebody else. If we notice men of violence, they give themselves aliases, often taken from movies. That's the identity they are trying to craft. We need to give our people a sense of who they are and what they can be in order to help reverse this mimic men and mimic women. Another line is imagination. We have to fire the imagination, using the arts to give people a vision of the world and to raise the ideals of human possibilities. In the gospel account in Luke of the birth of Jesus, two figures, three, but two for purposes here, presented. One is Zachariah and the other is Mary. Both of them very ordinary people. Zachariah for instance was a part of a priestly caste but he was now 84 year old and making his first entrance to perform his duty in the temple to you know, light the incense and the candle. And Mary was a little girl. And both of them are presented 
expressing their faith. And in fact, if you read the words of Zachariah and the words of Mary, they only a minor variation, but a decisively different outcome for each. Zachariah says, how can I be sure of these things? And Mary says, how can these things be? The difference is one who took the word as true because of who gave them and the other who wanted truth. But what it does is to expose us to the possibility of mere human beings with nothing to bargain with but their humanity that God can use them to do great things, great things. So we need to find a way to tell our people a story of how great their humanity is. And it is not measured in material accumulation or possession. It is in themselves and with the quality of faith that they are able to demonstrate. One of the great developments in recent times that has assisted along this line is the translation of the Bible into Jamaican language, into Patwa. Because it gives us the sense that we are somebody, that God can hear us speaking our own heart language. What we need to do is to add to that translation quality exegesis and deep storytelling connections. So we want to fix the image that people have of themselves and seeing Jesus as one with us and one of us is a faceless God. We have to use that as a launching pad to fire the imagination of our young people, our children, give them a sense of the world and a sense of their place in the world. And thirdly, we must make an impact and we must help them to believe they can make an impact on the world that is liberating and transforming. They need to come to believe that achievement has nothing to do with getting clothes from the store or eating food or enjoying light entertainment. We can make an enormous difference. The Christmas story includes roles played by ordinary people, shepherds, as we've said before, Mary, Zachariah, Elizabeth, ordinary people. They were the cast in this great event of God's gracious gift to human beings and to the world. And the story is of their faith in God, the willingness to accept what God has said on face value and to order their lives or have their lives ordered by its fact. It is important that we know who is talking to us. Let's go back to Trinidad and look at Jesus on the crucifix of that Roman Catholic Church and confirm to ourselves that he is black 
of Rome, but one of us and one with us. Let that be the launch of a program to transform and to make an impact, impact on the world. For God's sake.